Welcome to the In Her Power podcast. My name is Karen Appleton. I'm an empowerment coach, a yoga teacher, and a Reiki master. But most importantly, I am a human being and a spiritual being just like you. I created this podcast to bring more awareness, more tools, and more insights into you being in your power to really help you to step truly into your authentic self. I have been on a journey of personal growth and expansiveness for over 10 years now. The reason I do this work to help amazing women like yourself is because I have seen how powerful it is to live from a place of authenticity, both personally and for my clients. If you are here listening to this podcast, then I imagine you're curious to learn more, or maybe you feel stuck and don't know where to start or how to get through something. Or maybe you've had this kind of itching feeling that there's more to your life than than your current reality. I'm going to tell you, embrace the curiosity. Embrace the curiosity that is wanting to emerge here and step into expansiveness. In this episode, I have a very short conversation with Deborah Reeves, and that's because before we started recording, we were just chit-chatting about life and then realizing that we'd use a bunch of the time up. So this is a really short episode, and I promise I'm going to bring Deborah back to really expand on her wisdom and knowledge. Deborah is a professional intuitive and reader of Akashic Records, and she does so much more. I actually got to personally go through a cord-cutting ceremony with her that was extremely, extremely powerful. So enjoy my conversation with Deborah Reeves. Okay, today I'm really excited about this episode. I'm excited about every episode, but today's guest is Deborah Reeves. And Deborah is um, a professional intuitive and reader of, I always pronounce this wrong, by the way, Akashic. Records. I might have said it right this time. I got yay. Um, I'm really connected with with the spirit. And what I love about what we're going to really talk about today, and Deborah has like years of experience with this, including when I was reading through her bio, including being introduced to a poltergeist. Which actually, I have I have a story from my childhood that I think it was a poltergeist. Um, I've always felt there was something, but what I'm really excited about why Deborah is here today and why I want to talk with her and share her wisdom with you is she brings such a different approach in this journey of really coming into your power. As I've said before, there are so many different methodologies to do this, to come and connect with your true self, your most, your most authentic self, and from that place is so powerful. And Deborah brings such a different approach. And I've actually had an opportunity to work with her on some cord cutting things and doing some awesome healing for me and, and awakening me to something so much deeper within myself that I didn't even know was there. So thank you, Deborah, for being here today. My pleasure. So my first question I want to ask you um, is, what does it mean to you to be in your power? So for me, I guess, uh, can I give my story first? Because I think that it kind of explains (laughs) why I believe what I believe. I can't really extract my um, beliefs out of my story. So my story hit when I was in my last year of university. I was a a fresh young 
20-year-old. 20, 20 I moved into a, a share house with four other um, housemates and it uh, just happened to be very haunted, this house. So it took a number of months for us to all work out that it actually wasn't a flatmate who was slamming the door in the middle of the night so that the whole house shook. It was actually something else. So over that year that I lived in that house, um, things escalated and it got to the point where I needed to turn on all of my intuitive gifts in order to know where this poltergeist was at all times for self-preservation. So my life took a very, very interesting turn in that year and I ended up reactivating all of my intuitive gifts so that I could see her, I could feel her, I could I could sense where she was in the room at all times, literally for self-preservation, because she would do things like move things on the mantelpiece. She'd come up and she'd hit you. She, <laughs> and, and she would be very threatening. She, she wanted us to know that she was the boss of the house and we were just visitors. So um, one of the... the the housemates that I lived with has since returned to this house and she's still pulling the same stuff with every group that goes through. So oh. she, she, yeah, she wanted to, to know who was boss. So everyone in the house experienced her in a different way. And, and it absolutely um, taught me that there is incontrovertible proof of the spirit realm. This isn't just our imagination. Earthbound spirits, ghosts absolutely exist. <laughs> and so from there, um, I realized that I was a, a spirit in a physical form. And it, that realization flipped everything for me it made me realize that I'm so much more than my physical body and that I have this amazing multi-dimensional universe at my fingertips that I can access with a thought. Wow. So, so from there, Kirian, <laughs> after that experience, I ended up traveling for five years. So I traveled through Asia and the Near East working in different countries. So that kind of blew my mind because from there, you know, when you live in countries, you know, I lived for 18 months in Japan, for instance. I, I lived for nine months in India. I um, lived in Cairo for five months. Once you've done that, you realize there is not one way of thinking. Every culture thinks that their way is the way that, mm -hmm. <laughs> that you think. Yep. <laughs> and so when, you, when you've changed borders often enough, you just go, there is no one way. Everybody has a way that you know every every religion has a has a part of the story but nobody has the whole story mm -hmm. no, so true. it just made me you know over the span of five years very very curious and I just became fascinated by humankind and the way that that humankind make choices 
and how we how we create what we think and then we and then we say that that is the only way of being <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very true so so my my understanding of purpose is very very different to what most people's are because i don't believe that there is one way i believe that we as souls in a physical body have an incredible amount of um, potential we are as our essential selves the truth of who we are is this amazing multi-dimensional being in a physical body so we have the potential to do whatever we want we are limited by our beliefs mm. we're limited by our thoughts and that's built up over the over time you know we're we're, we're we have our our childhood you know and then we have the 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 experiences that we have in adulthood that's that's shut us down we have generational patterns Mm -hmm. and then we have past life so so this is all kind of accumulated but as our essential selves we are healed whole and complete Mm. So true. So, so for true. us to be an empowered woman, we just have to remember that, mm-hmm. and we have to keep coming back to that truth, mm-hmm. and not get not get too tied up in the the stories. Yep, yep. And it's so easy to get tied up in the stories, as you said, oh, because of so those is. those thoughts, and you know, just start to create this great narrative, and then you start living that out. You don't even yep, realize exactly. that you lived it out. So when you when you start, when you support your own clients um, through this journey, um, mm-hmm. what what kind of tools or how do you start, I guess, them on this journey of like yeah. discovering so, their, their true essence? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I'll backtrack and then I'll go forward again. No worries. <laughs> so I started out with the guys. Then when I was traveling, I, I basically started meeting the earthbound spirits in every place I went. They'd come and sit on the bed and start talking to me. Then I met my Reiki master and ended up um, training with him to my master level. And this opened me up to energy and the ability to um transcend time and space you know reiki you can send at distance to wherever you want mm-hmm. it, it gives you that ability to um to stop being limited by the earth plane so then i started talking to my spirit guides i started talking to ascended masters i started talking to angels and archangels and gods and goddesses most recently then i learned how to access the akashic records so the Akashic Records are a virtual library, I like to call it. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an amazing resource. Uh, it holds a record of everybody's soul, past, present and future. So by accessing that record, we can understand who we are on a soul level. We can understand the, the soul gifts and urges that each of us come to the earth plane to 
explore. It uh, gives us those past lives that are impacting us, you know, the, the residues that we're trying to resolve in this lifetime. And <laughs> it gives us our life lessons. So the life lessons are actually what life is all about. So my understanding is that when we're in spirit, we, are, we, we, we write a sacred contract. And in that sacred contract, we choose our parents, our siblings, our partners, all the major life events are kind of chosen in order to complete the life lessons. Absolutely everything in life is around those life lessons. And the life lessons are not a punishment. They're not karma. They are purely for our soul's growth. Mm. So it's a, a, you know, the, the earth isn't a prison. We're not sent here, you know, to, to suffer. We're, yeah. we're actually here to learn. It's more like a kindergarten than yeah. anything. You know, oh. we're supposed to be frolicking amongst the grass and learning yeah. as we go. I mean, they have that phrase, um, the school of life, like yes. being in life, you're in school. Yes. So yes. let me ask you this about like when you talk about your soul's lessons, and in these, in terms of the journey people go on, or in terms of using the Akashic, I said it right, I yes. think, and records. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't had this before. I've heard of it so many times. So this is really still very new to me. Um, mm -hmm. So during a reading, do you find, like, you help them find what that is, and then they know, okay, I'm just working through this in my life? Yeah, so an Akashic Record reading, is, is, it pretty much takes all the guesswork out of it. So it's an 8 to 12 page reading that I do prior to the session. And then the session is, a, you know, it's a conversation like we're having now where I'll, I'll read sections of the reading and then we'll discuss it. So, so it can be processed and sort of begin to get integrated. It, it's, it's a massive... Um, it's like all the things you know about yourself, Carrie Ann, all written down in one place. Mm -hmm. So it takes all that all that guesswork out of it. You can no longer go, hmm, I think I might want to do this line of work, but I'm not really sure. It'll it'll give you specifics. And it is absolutely so accurate, it's frightening. <laughs> Well, how does someone know it's accurate for them? You know, again, because we, we get so stuck in our mind that we're oh, like, Oh, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. It, it tells you things that you know about yourself that you've never said out loud. Mm. So it's, it's all of that. It's, the, it's, it's your soul gifts. It's the things that you're good at, you know, and it's the things that are your soul urges, you know, those 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 areas in life where you feel compelled, you know, that calling, it's all mm -hmm. of those things that you can't quite put your finger on, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. You have like a feeling, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Ha have you yeah. ever had someone that you've done a, a reading for them and seen it and they're like, Oh, they're not ready to step in and believe it. Hmm. I've never had a reading that wasn't accurate. I have had people um, read it and not implement it. Okay. And that's free will. You know, that's the joys mm -hmm. of free will. Mm -hmm. I just imagine yeah. again, because 
you know, we talk a lot about the mind and the beliefs is what really oh, yeah. affects us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes so, so many people are set in their beliefs, but I also think it takes a really open mind. And this is just from my observation and work with my own clients to get to that point where I would even do an, a reading. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And when you're at that point, you're ready to, to use the information, aren't you? Yeah, you know, yeah. if, you're, if you're going to invest in an Akashic mm-hmm. record reading, then you want the, that information and you want to be able to use it in life. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, you know, in the preparation material that I send people, because it's such a massive reading, I give them kind of an idea of, of what we're going to look at. I ask them categorically whether they, ta- whether they are going to be um, committed to their soul's growth. Mm. So I, I I get that commitment out of them before the reading even occurs. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once you get a reading, and like yes. you said, yeah. some people don't always implement. What stops them from the implementation? Mm. Um, gosh, it would be so person to person. I would imagine a lot of it is denial which comes out as um too busy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well isn't that the <laughs> grieving process if you if you think you have this one identity you believe to who you are and then you're mm-hmm. told on a soul level this is actually who you are there's a part of mm-hmm. a grieving process of letting go of the identity you've been playing out to, to fully step into the one that's true mm-hmm. Like I do that with my own work. Um, when we find a belief that's not serving them from their childhood, mm-hmm. most of them started in the first seven years of life. I, mm-hmm. I mean, my clients and myself included just have tears and they'll first go, the first time they have this experience, they go, why am I crying? I'm like, because mm-hmm. you are grieving an old part of your, an old identity. So mm-hmm. you can fully yep. step into a new one. Mm-hmm. But you'll know this as well, Carrie ann Most of us aren't afraid of our... Um, you know, of, of, of staying in our small self. We're afraid of that stepping into our power. You know, yeah, we're, yeah. we're afraid of honoring the truth of who we are and having to live it. Yeah, yeah. You know, your Akashic record reading shows you in your absolute power. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it shows you your highest path and purpose and the, and, the, and the woman you are, not who you're meant to be, the woman you are. Yeah, yeah. So that can be incredibly scary for <laughs> totally, and it goes back it's, to that. It's words. Yeah, it goes back to that identity. What's been familiar and what's been familiar has, you know, mm-hmm. ideally kept you safe. You know how to operate in the world, and yeah. when you change yeah. it, it's like uh, it's like those those prisoners um, that get mm-hmm. released and almost intentionally yeah. put themselves back in a prison because they don't know yeah. they don't know how to really operate in the normal mm. world yeah. yeah yeah exactly so yeah. um my my group was kind of developed to to give women a a space you know a vehicle where they could step step into their power and express themselves and their truth from a place of power as opposed mm. to complaining and you know staying in that staying in that lower self you know yeah yeah really pushing outside of those comfort zones yep yeah actually Mm. I love your group 
the soul oh, sister you. revolution. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more about that and like what's happening yeah, within yeah. that. It's such a great mm. community. Yeah. Also, the premise of the group is basically that every single woman in the world, if we believed in our own worth, our own potential, and our own um, life, living our life on purpose, the the world would be a, a better place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's so I'm not speaking to the the broken self. I'm not I'm not speaking to that um the wounded mm-hmm. the wounded part of us I'm saying we are all imperfectly perfect we are all uh, human and let's just honor our humanness and let's just celebrate who we are and and giving them a a, a forum to speak their truth cuz you know so you know, you'll know this too, Carrie Ann. So, so many of us are feel like little beacons of light in a sea of darkness. You know, we don't have like-minded people around us, yep. and so we need a community. We need to feel yep. um, seen and heard mm-hmm. and acknowledged mm-hmm. for who we are. Yeah. Yes. I, I agree with you there because that's why I have my own community as well. And I love, we, yep. we've talked about this. We have similar kind of outcomes that we want for, mm-hmm. you know, women to really find their most authentic self and to live from that place. Mm-hmm. And how the world would be so different if millions of women were like this. Um, yep. So I love that. And again, that we have different methodologies and approaches and there's many of us out there and be, that will help, you know, help, the whole not just women in the world but also men i mean because there's a lot out there working with men and then working with both and and whatnot which is uh, so beautiful um i wanted to ask you and i'm trying to remember the question now to be honest (laughs) i know (laughs) it's gonna come to me i hate that it's also late at night here for me and early in the morning not quite early in the morning but fairly mid-morning for you so i'm a little bit brain dead but um, <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about some of the services that you provide. You talked about the yeah. Akashic Records, but you know, I, I know personally the cord cutting and how that really supported yes. me. So mm-hmm. we want to talk a little bit yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, my, um, so I have one-to-one sessions. I have the readings, you know, for example, the Akashic Record reading. Um, and then I have um, five-day challenges and programs. So the 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 one to one sessions are the way I the way I work is to give you the tools to help yourself. I'm not mm-hmm. going to tell you anything, and it really pisses a lot of women off in the group because <laughs> I always go, you know, they'll they'll throw out a question and I'll go, I don't know, what do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just will not give people the answer. Mm. I'll let them unpack it for themselves. I'll give them the tools. So all of my, you know, the 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 readings give them that soul level stuff, and then they need to unpack it. Mm-hmm. The 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 one to one sessions, you know, I'll walk people into spirit. I will guide them in, but they are using their sight, their. That was something their, that I appreciated about you. 
because I've worked with, and you know, there's no judgment. I've worked with other, you know, intuitive professionals and in, in people who are connected to spirit. And I've gotten a lot out of that experience as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really interesting doing the cord cutting. I thought that you would like tell me like yeah. what you're hearing from spirit, yeah. but you were like, yeah. you challenged me to pull it myself. And I, I felt like that was such a more powerful experience. Does that exactly. make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's always going to be more empowering for you if someone else doesn't take over the process for you. Mm-hmm. So any Do you ever of try my- to guide it when they're like, I don't know, nothing's there? Oh, you're, yeah. You're feeling, have- you, do you feel like mm, there's something there in their heart or there's something there? Yeah, I have, I, because I am, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm checking in constantly in order to guide properly. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm using my energy to raise the energy of the client so that, so that they can see more, hear more and be more focused. You know, the concentration level, you'll know, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it is exhausting. So, so by combining my energy, I can assist them so that so they'll have a a much more profound experience than if they were trying to do it by themselves, for instance. Yeah. I try not to give leading questions, but the way that I guide is completely intuitive. You know, I am constantly, you know, I'm being told what to say most of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's very much uh yeah. <laughs> I'm guiding. Yeah. But I try not to tell people what to think. I try not to um sabotage their own process, you know? Mm-hmm. If if I I am guided by what the client tells me that they can see, they can hear, what they can mm-hmm. feel is, you know, super important, and then I will guide them further. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's the sessions and then the programs are um, giving you the, the the spiritual and the uh, well the 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 physical emotional mental spiritual tools you know that that we can use in life yeah I teach a, an embodied spirituality so I don't teach leaving the body <laughs> and going off floating into spirit you know so many of us have just we've we've lost all feelings and sensations in our bodies so many of us are you know we're numb from the neck down and this is particularly true in the spiritual community because we've been told to focus on those upper chakras so from the heart upwards we're we're switched on we're super activated you know we can pop out and talk talk to angels or spirit (laughs) but we have no feeling Hmm. interesting from the waist down it's interesting because uh, I have a I call him my magic doctor here but because he's yeah. he's, he's um, certified in eastern medicine no western medicine but also has studied a lot of eastern medicine I just think he's magical um, but we were talking about this because here in Brazil they're they're so like western culture we're from that waist up and in Brazil, they're from the waist down, the way they move, uh-huh. the way they, like, we were just talking about yeah. energy and why, for me, I have so much stuff from the waist down, so much tightness. He's like, you know, move it. 
and you're yeah, always yeah. here and you're not yeah. in your body like there yeah. and so it's been and I think it's one of the reasons why I was called to be here to start oh, being more in my body you know and healing yep. the waist down the, the lower mm -hmm. three chakras um yeah yeah so, so that'll be very grounded mm -hmm. yeah grounded you know, in, very a, in, a, people. in a city with ocean and mountains i just feel yeah. like it's like <laughs> wow <laughs> energy flowing all the time all the time um, but I, I i love it you know i do i do love it um so i was also thinking about um I keep having yeah. these great questions and I should have brought a pen and paper and to write them down and <laughs> have these, these fun conversations. And I know that um, we have to wrap it up here shortly. Um, and I love having this conversation with you. What I would love at some point too is to talk about, because you, you know, thinking about my own story actually, uh, especially about the poltergeist, as a child, I always saw things and heard things, especially mm -hmm. in our second house growing up, which we built the house on a land, on a piece of land um, that, uh, I mean, they were trying to build 300 homes. And I don't know if they ever reached that, but it was supposed to be a lot of homes on this property to be developed. And we were one of the first. And there were so many weird things, Deborah, that happened. Like, I could hear someone coming up the stairs from the basement and... Um, one time I heard the cat meowing. I thought the cat was out the door and the cat was not out, out of my bedroom door. And then later realized the cat wasn't even in the house. How did I hear the cat? There were just weird, <laughs> weird things all the time. Actually, one weird thing. I used to have to walk from the bus stop. I used to have to walk like a fourth of a mile up a hill. And one time it sounded like, sound like the whole land, something was happening. Mm. Was mm. Yeah, exactly. But I felt like a herd of animals were coming at me. I could hear it. Like, and I was like, mm -hmm. like, cause I would run into moose and bear all the time while mm -hmm. walking home. And wow. I thought a herd of animal coming and literally like my whole adrenals got sh kicked in and I was looking and just waiting for this to come out of the forest. And then poof, it was just silent. I was like, wow. what was that? <laughs> like weird things like that used to happen. Um, yeah. And, and, and yeah. It was so real for me that I was like, no, mm -hmm. I'm not making it up. Like yeah. it, 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 that for me was that start. And then a couple mm. of years ago, I started to get whispers of stuff. And mostly I get mm. people uh, like my grandmother or a friend from college mm. who passed away. Like I get messages and sometimes I get hits. I, I also do Reiki and I was doing Reiki for um, a family member once. And, and literally the hit was, you can't support them right now. They have to be on their own journey. I was like, I, I, what? I can't support them? <laughs> no, you got you to gotta hold back and let them do this. And it was like, okay. And it's hard, you know? And I started to talk to people about that, that these experiences. And of course, I had a few that mm. were like, I don't know. But I had a lot that were like, okay, I believe you. I don't know if I believe in this stuff, but I believe you. I'm like, okay. But it's been, yep. it's been a fun journey to, to tap back in. And, and mm. as I come back into my body, specifically, as we talked about, mm. and mm. the more I come back into my body and get out of my head, I hear mm -hmm. more and not necessarily mm. voices or guides. And I hear more from my inner intuition, mm. you know, and I yeah. may not always know, like we were talking about, I, 
before we started recording that I'm like, I'm got mm-hmm. I've got a ping right now. Something's not right. I don't know what it is, but it's like, mm-hmm. and it's, I don't, I don't need to panic. I'm also hearing, don't mm-hmm. panic, but mm-hmm. just be open. Yeah. You know, yes. Some, yes. some information is coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and also just, I don't know. I just keep listening and I feel like my diet is changing because of it. I don't know if you've noticed that with, mm. with your clients, like all of a sudden as they're mm. tuning into their body. Mm. Everything yeah. changes yes. and it ha- happens naturally as well. You're not making that conscious choice and then having to fight yourself to do it. It, it just happens naturally. Yeah. yeah, it's like I'm craving different foods and it's not mm. necessarily like, you know, candy mm. and soda. It's like, I want mango. Yeah. I want papaya. I want a salad. Mm. I want, you know, I, and yeah. it's interesting nice. now. It's like, oh, sugar makes me feel disgusting. Like, yeah, yeah. And my mind is yeah. like, but just the other day you loved it. Now you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Does that make sense? So what I tell my clients, Carrie Ann, is that the first priority for any um, spiritual growth, you know, for any of the soul's growth is to reconnect with your physical body. That's mm-hmm. the first priority. Because as you say, you know, the minute that you start reactivating those feelings and sensations in your body, you start actually receiving more intuitive hits. Mm-hmm. And it's not because the suddenly happening it's because you are receiving them now we mm-hmm. we are all you know we we all receive a stream of information all day every day but when our bodies are numb when we when we mm-hmm. can't feel the feelings and sensations in our body yeah. when we're not connected to our heart our purest center our connection to source you know our heart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we when we don't pay attention to the gut instinct, you know, to those butterflies in the stomach, to the sinking feeling, to all those intuitive nudges that we receive in our bodies, mm-hmm. we we just don't get any of that, and we yeah. and we are given the false impression that this is what life is. Yeah. Life is numb, shut down. We need to stay small. We need to protect. We need to, um, you know, the the world is an adversarial place Mm -hmm. uh, where nobody cares about us. You know, all of those belief systems get put in place. And to and to shed those, all we need to do is come home. We need to come home to self. Yeah. Come to come home to our body. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I remembered yeah. one of my questions. I know we have just a couple minutes. Yes. One of the yes. questions was about past lives. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of work or healing do you do around like that past life that keeps showing mm-hmm. up? And, and maybe it shows mm-hmm. up not so detailed. Like, for example, mm-hmm. recently something from a past life came up for me that it, it felt like lots of anger that I'm I'm carrying in my body that is not... Mm-hmm it's from a past life it's not this current life does that make sense is there an instance in this life where it's been triggered how did it come uh, up let's, um i was doing a reiki session on myself on a, a pain that's kind of near my liver bladder area and it just like an image and it felt like i was like this and i just felt this was me in a past life 
and a woman yeah. raging and I was like yeah wow and did you rage did you get it out did you release it I did get a lot but there's still some there there's a still a dull like there's mm. there's there's a big rage does that make sense mm. so yeah. I haven't released mm -hmm. it all yet yeah yeah so my understanding is that our physical bodies store the energy that we can't or that that we are not um, emotionally mature enough to resolve at the time you know the the everything's stored in our physical bodies and that's from our past lives our generational patterns mm -hmm. and our current lives and our current lives are really handy because they trigger us and yeah. they give us opportunities to to look at all of those you know triggers for me are opportunities for growth they're not ever seen as a negative they're always oh look at yeah. this yeah. here we go yeah. let's here. have a look what's yeah. going on why did i just get triggered and yeah. and i do a body scan i look within my body i feel into the feelings and sensation as as you did you know you find that that lump that that yeah. You know, that area in your body where it's being held. And then you release it. So mm -hmm. you could dance. Mm -hmm. You could scream into a pillow, preferably not what I, That's what I did. I screamed into a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, oh, so quite often we don't even need to know the source of it. We don't need to mm -hmm. drag out the memories. Yeah. We just need to feel it. We just yeah. need to release it as pure energy or as a feeling. So for you, for the for the past life that you're referring to, you've mm -hmm. seen the woman, you know that she's in anguish and anger. Mm -hmm. And underneath all of that, you'll 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 scream yourself. And then underneath that, there's probably gonna be so much um sadness, so yeah, much grief. Sure. Something happened that absolutely ripped her apart. Yeah. Yep. And so you'll have to go through that. Well, and then underneath that, there'll be peace. There'll be calm. It's interesting because yesterday, so this, let's see, this was on Monday, right? And then mm -hmm. I want to say it was like Monday. But yesterday, I woke up and had so much grief. And I was like crying mm -hmm. and crying, mm -hmm. you know? And again, I, yep. your mind sometimes goes, well, why is this grief? Is this grief coming from? And sometimes I'm like, yep. okay, mind, it doesn't matter where it came from. Let's yep. just get it out. Let's yep. just feel yeah, it out. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I want to thank you because we are running out of time here. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much. Just quickly, how can people reach you if they want more information? Of course, I'll include all your links on in the show yeah, notes. But yeah. um, uh, that's entirely up to you, and whatever you feel comfortable okay. sharing. I mean, DebraReeves.com. Yeah. I'll share your yeah. Facebook group. So oh, if there are women that want to yeah. check it out, um, I definitely yeah, sure. recommend, you know, if this, if this information resonates with you, join that community, you know, start surrounding yourself with those people and getting curious with yourself as well and feeling safe to be in that space. So mm. anyways, thank you so Thanks, much, everyone. you know, yeah. I'd love to have you on again in the future. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. So I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Deborah Reeves. All the information on how to learn more about her will be in the show notes. And before we wrap up, I want to leave you with a reflective question. This is an opportunity for you to learn more about yourself, to kind of go 
deeper within yourself. So here's the question for this episode. Have you ever connected with the spirit realm? Now take some time to really think about this because you might not recall a memory, but just think about, did anything kind of out of the ordinary happen that might have been like the spirit realm connecting with you? Um, so I take some time to reflect, maybe even journal about it. As I've said before, it's such a great opportunity to learn more about yourself. And when you learn more about yourself, you're empowering yourself. You know yourself on such a deeper, authentic level. Now, this podcast is a gift. And if you're interested in supporting this work, please use the link in the show notes to make a contribution. You can make a one-time contribution or a reoccurring contribution. And if at this point there is no contribution you can make, that doesn't mean anything because you're all worthy of receiving this information, whether you can support it or not. Please know this to be true. Also, if you haven't already, please feel free to join my Facebook community called In Her Power. It's a beautiful group of women doing this work, diving deeper, getting to know ourselves, living from our authentic space, right? Our authentic truth and feeling really safe doing it. And again, I'll put all these links in the show notes. That is it for this episode. I want you to remind you of the African word, Ubuntu, which is spelled U-B-U-N-T-U, Ubuntu, which means I am because we are. Beijos.